Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. We're going to be talking about a subject that it's probably never happened to anybody else. It's probably just Jennifer (laughs) and I. But we're going to talk about fighting. We're talking about healthy ways to fight. Yes, there is such a thing as healthy fights. And we're going to talk about maybe some rules. I think, babe, you've done a great job of outlining some rules maybe to fighting. And just so you know, like in preparation, like sometimes we we get into fights. Like like last time we came into studio, we came into the studio kind of pissed. And it was probably a bad tension so much so that the the guy that like records us and edits (laughs) us, uh, Richie was like, do you want me to leave you guys alone for a little bit? And it's like... It's like, wow, that must have been like tangible and palpable uh, in the room. Um, And we had a a fight, um, was it two Sundays ago? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. It was terrible. It was a terrible fight. It was just a terrible fight. We failed on every level of how to have a fight. (laughs) Right. So we are experts on telling like what not to do. And I think we were talking about this in advance and Jennifer was like, yeah, uh, you know, rule, we don't want to, like, get into, like, being a toddler or fighting. I'm like, oh, I pff, like, I'd live there <laughs> in, in fighting. So uh, we're going to try to hopefully talk about some do's and don'ts with fighting um, because we all do it. I mean, and I don't care if anybody tells you or if you grew up in a house, you're like, I never saw my parents fight. I'm like, that's total BS. Like, your parents fought, and if they didn't, they hated each other, probably. <laughs> and so, they just didn't talk. Right, because there's kind of like a fine line between, like, love and hate. And it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, you know what, if I hate you enough, it's like, I don't even care enough. So it's like, I don't even have to fight with you about it. I don't know. But so so everybody fights. Um, and, and if not, one or the other is just completely miserable in the relationship, right? It's so true. So, so let's kind of go over maybe some rules of... Yeah, and I was just going to say really fast. They say about 69% of all things that we fight about are unresolvable. Like we're never going to come up with – Wow, that high. Yeah. But it's okay because we're different people, right? We're two different people. And what people mostly fight about, what do you think? Kids. Oh, yeah. Money. Uh Uh-huh. Sex. Wow. And in-laws. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> for, for sure. They you say check those, the box on all four. Yes, I the the one I don't know if we've ever. I'm sure we have thought about sex. But I thought I was like, how do you fight about sex? Well, like, there's lots of ways I could give you. However, oh, that's but, a whole other podcast. Apparently, <laughs> I think so. for us, money, in laws, kids, probably. Yeah, I mean, and it's not we're fighting about the kids. Again, those just, are things that that all invoke feelings and passions, and so it makes sense that you're going to have. Some disagreements, and let's be honest, everybody comes from different homes and how they saw confrontation and conflict. I mean, imagine, you know, in a physical sense of fighting, like if you grew up on the streets and you saw like, we just take it to the streets and fight it out, and then you lived someplace else that you didn't, it's like, 
you just fight differently, right? Yeah. So there's, I mean, you know, it comes from how you were raised. Anyways, but. So get, let's go for yeah. some rules of fighting. Yeah, some rules. So um, one is. Just so you know, this is yeah. a new concept for us. And we're going to be trying to implement yeah. this because I, I probably go, like I can use words as a weapon. I know that. Yes, and that's going to be one of the rules. Oh, it is? Okay, let's go to this one first. So okay. describe your feelings. Don't become your feelings. So what that means is I feel angry. I feel hurt. Don't become angry. Don't act hurt. You know, so mm. you need to use the word I feel. I feel disappointed. So and not how you make me feel. Right. How? You make me feel so angry. You, <laughs> you make know, me angry. And... That's blaming, right? Yeah. So I think, um, and of course, when you're in a fight, it's hard to remember that. But that is. But like anything really else, it probably takes training. On my guess, on all of these rules that you're you're yeah. going to introduce us to, or they're all going to take some training on us, and we're going to be practicing these things. And I'll probably have to have these like tattooed <laughs> on me someplace. <laughs> To like bring out, um, violate rule four. Yeah, but, but I think that is to yeah. say to state the practice. feeling. Yeah, that is a pretty good thing. Even with our kids, yeah. When we've talked about that, we've tried to help them as to say, you know, use your words. We've tried to do that since they were little. Use yes. your words. Like, don't just slam something and throw just say, something. "I yeah. right, I am so angry right now because of blank or right." Yeah. So that's a good thing to remember. Um, remember. We love each other. We're not at war with each other. And the, the moment you might feel you're at war with um, that person. I think, and you just said this, don't use words as a weapon. I think that happens a lot in marriages, a lot, especially when you're fighting. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's what you know. Again, in my house, we I saw yelling, right? That's mm-hmm. what we did in our family was that we yelled. And so if you probably weren't a master with your words, you're just going to get steamrolled probably. And, you know, that's not healthy, but um, you can you can do that. Or what if someone grew up in a house where they were, you know, physically fighting with one another? Like you probably learned pretty quickly how to physically fight back. Otherwise, you're just going to get torched. Right. And so – but it's not good. It's not good to, to use those because they're hurtful and they sting and they're lasting. Yeah, you remember them for a long oh, time. You can remember, yeah. you don't even remember what the fight's about, You, but you remember the words that were said. Yeah. So I think, remember, you love each other, try to respect each other in the fight. Um, ambushing. So I know, as I was reading this, I definitely have ambushed Kevin many times. So I've been thinking about something. And you are laughing while you I'm say sorry. this. You are so it's, I, I'm I know. But uh, so, what does ambushing? Ambushing mean? means I had been, you know, I, f- I discovered something maybe while you were at work that made me angry or mad, um, hurt, whatever feeling I was feeling, and I would wait for you to come home and just attack. Yeah, I wouldn't even like, you know, you come in the door and I just attack you and. Um, I'm not necessarily a yeller, in my opinion. I'm, I'm just going to listeners yelled. really fast. I wish that we were like a video attached with this to see your eyes and your launching out, like me like going, yeah, I have been ambushed. But you're right. Yes. That's not healthy. So so tell me more about this. Yeah, I just think, um, you know, not preparing, not saying, hey, babe, like 
this happened. I need to talk to you. Just it's just like almost like vomiting on you mm-hmm. of all my feelings of whatever I'm feeling that that create a fight because then you get defensive, right? And you're like, yeah. wait, wait a second. And so that's definitely something not to do is to ambush. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm envisioning, and I would love listeners if you're not doing this. I want you to envision like a physical component about this because like we're all talking about this verbally, but imagine you just walk through the door and someone's been like waiting in the corner. Like if you ever like watched the Pink Panther movies like years ago with Peter Sellers and, you know, Cato would jump out at him and try to attack him. That's kind of ambushing, right? You might be up in the corner and you you walk in and someone just pounces on you. You're blindsided. You can't defend yourself. And it's just super. Yeah, unhealthy. and they weren't expecting it. No, I weren't even expecting yeah. it. They, they, they didn't know versus. I like how you said maybe the the opposite of that would be talking to somebody and saying, "Hey, I, I, there are things that I need to bring up with you and discuss. Is this a good time now or whatever?" Yeah. And chances are, you can probably tell by the tone of voice and the look in their eye, like how deep and real is this going to be. But at least. It's preparing to say, put your dukes up because we're going to have some sort of a disagreement here. Yeah. Um, And I think we all know what in our marriage causes us to – like there's certain topics that are hot topics that are probably hot topics our entire marriage. But it's learning a healthy way to go about talking about them because they're going to come up. I mean different things with our kids and maybe, you know, I think you're not handling it this way and I want to handle it this way or whatever – but to have a healthy conversation as opposed to just the blaming and yelling at each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the blaming and yelling at each other goes back to your concept of we're really not at war with one another. Right. I mean, we yeah. really should at the end that we love we're each other. We're all on the same team here. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Um, yeah. So again, with that concept, imagine you're, you've played a sport and you're in the locker room and you're mad about something. We, we're on a losing streak, whatever it is. You know, and you're throwing stuff or people are yelling or they're blaming one another. That doesn't accomplish it versus if someone on the team said, hey, everybody, let's calm down. Let's acknowledge, yeah, we're on a losing streak. How are we going to work together to get through this? It's just a healthier way to get that done. So, yeah. What's another? Um, I think another thing that people do a lot of times, um, I'm not sure if – I'm sure we've done this, but we bring our family and friends into the fight so I like mean, in what way? Like I'm like I'm accusing like you're no meaning you're in a fight and then you decide to call your friend and tell him how horrible your husband is or your sister brother your mom and tell them about the fight and get them their opinion. They're all riled up. Yeah, the, they get involved in it. So I think usually your fights they're between husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a good idea to try to bring mom, dad, brother, sister friend into the fight because then you get their opinion. It it just becomes it a lot more escalates. It becomes more dramatic. You and your husband might make up and forgive each other, but then the mother in law is still mad and angry and Yeah, the sister, the brother, yeah. whoever else like they're still pissed off because like I remember what so and so did to you and what they said and that was so hurtful. It's like, oh yeah, but we made up on that like weeks ago. Like we're done and Said, I'm sorry. Well, I don't think it was good enough. You weren't even there for the, like, I'm sorry, or right. the makeup, or, you know, I forgot to tell you some of it was on me. I realized this. But so, 
yeah, keeping them out of the fight as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then also, again, like imagine a, like two people are fighting and they go back to their gangs and they get everybody in. Now all of a sudden it becomes a gang fight. And so if I've got brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and friends and we're all riled up on both sides, that, that fight escalates in a hurry and mm-hmm. probably is going to be 10 times worse. Yeah. So, yeah. Another thing I think people do is they um, they forget about what they're actually fighting about and talk about something. Well, do you remember 10 years ago? <laughs> Thank when... goodness we've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> when you did this? I mean, it happens all the time. We want to bring up past transgressions, past mistakes, past things that we've done and bring that into our fight from today, right? <laughs> yeah, but like if you're like if you you know, you're you're pleading your case, these are all like points of evidence that I, I'm I'm just right. kidding, but like that's what happens. Right? Yeah, it's like up. yeah, you're on trial, and uh-huh. I'm going to bring all my evidence to show you why, why you're on you've trial for twenty years <laughs> and how you've done it for twenty years. Yeah, because sadly and realistically, it takes us all a long time to change. Sometimes it takes twenty years to change something, and we're still having the same fight. We're solving the same disagreement. I think some things we just have to realize, like, okay, we're we're not going to discuss that or, you know, find a different way to discuss that. But um, anyways, I think yeah, that, I think it happens a lot, and it's very unhealthy. Yeah, it, it is. And I know I've been guilty of that where I'll, I will, like, I'm, I'm – it's like I'm writing a persuasive argument, you know, right. for an essay. I'm like, I'm like, I need some uh, points of evidence <laughs> here as to why you're terrible at yeah. balancing the checkbook or, you know, whatever, it is, you know, hypothetically mm, speaking. Hypothetically, if I ever was. Right. If I ever balanced the checkbook. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't even know if you're going to spell balance. But, but I would say that – but with that, it's true is to say you bring up all these instances with that. And one that I'm just going to say that I'm – I'm just going to come out and say it because okay. I know I'm bad at this. Is that you reference where you learned that from? So let's say in my case, if there was something that I've done that's irritated you or causes a fight, if you could say, well, you know what, you got it from your dad. Your dad always did that, you know. And it's like, oh, like really, you're bringing dad into this? Like my deceased dad, like he's he's now a part of the fight, and I've learned it from him. Right. And you know. I hated that he always said whatever, and now I've adopted that. And so you bring that up. That's not a good right. thing to go. Yeah, and it's that's kind of another, going to the jugular yeah. with it. Yeah, it's fighting mean, right? Um, another, the last thing about fighting that you know, there's lots of other things I'm sure, but um, is you don't not validate your, you know, like, oh, you're stupid. Like you always, you know, that's wrong or just invalidate how they're feeling. Um, I think is also really hurtful and it's not productive in trying to come up with a solution if you are having a fight. Yeah. And and I think you just said something also, sweetheart, that I know I, I've been guilty of in the past. And I, I don't think we do this anymore because I think we've we've kind of learned this of the ten things, whatever it was. <laughs> I think we've learned this one. Is that I used to say like, well, you know, you always this. Yes, always and, and never. And you never. You know. I would just caution in a fight is to avoid the words of always and never because that's really not the truth. Like right. we might have a, a tendency to do something. And if you do that, it actually softens the words like, well, you know, I, I noticed that you have a tendency to blank or it's been my perception. 
And that's the other thing is that mm-hmm. don't make something an absolute truth, right? right? So when you're fighting by saying, well, you always do this, blah, blah, blah. No, you could easily say, my perception is you don't like to balance the checkbook. Or my perception is you have a tendency to not clean up after yourself or whatever is going to cause the fight. Or my perception is you, you know, keep me out of the situation with kids or whatever you're going to be fighting about. Instead of, you know, saying you always, you never let me come in and talk to the kids or you always leave your dishes here in the sink or you never balance the checkbook. It's like, no. So it kind of soften those words, I think also helps. Yeah. And um, so when Kevin and I were driving here talking about this, we're like, we need to come up with a fight plan. Oh, which... I don't know if I like this or not. <laughs> and I think it's such a great idea because the thing is you're having the conversation about a fight that you may have. I mean, some people fight a lot. We we don't fight a lot. But when we do. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's like <laughs> it builds up to like just terrible fights. But like. But but you're right. We don't we don't fight. We're not like big yellers. But when we do get into a fight, it can be ugly, and it's yeah. probably mostly me. And it just it creates. It's just so much drama, and you know, tears, and it's just not fun. It ruins your entire day. And honestly, you feel ugly. Yeah. And you might say things you don't really mean to, and it's just ugly and hurtful. And then you have to spend so much time like apologizing, whatever. And when you brought up the idea of a fight plan, the first thing I thought of was like a boxing match or even an MMA fight. You know, if you're a UFC fight, there are still rules. And there's rules of engagement with boxing. There's a ref that comes out there and says, okay, I want a good clean fight. You know, no punching below the belt. No, you know, no biting of ears, Mike Tyson. Uh, (laughs) You know, all those different things. Maybe if Mike Tyson's listening to the Oh, he probably is. I'm sure he is. He He needs it. He he needs it. But I look at this as to say, you know, um, you have rules that helps you have a good, clean fight. And I think that that's probably a good deal. Otherwise, it's just, it's a, you know, street brawl. Yeah. And so some, some things I think that could help is maybe have a time limit. We're going to have this discussion for 30 minutes and at 30 minutes or 10 minutes, we're going to check in, see if we need to continue. I think- and, when, and when we've set timers, like yeah. before for things, like if we have a conversation with our kids and we'll say, you know what, can you give me 10 minutes? Like we literally pull out the phone and set a timer for that amount of time so that it doesn't go over. Right. And so you can actually set an egg timer, a timer on your, your stove, your phone, whatever, and say, we're going to have this discussion for 10 minutes. And at that point, are we in a spot that we need to we can still go on, we're okay, mm-hmm. or are we going to go to our corners yeah. and regroup? and that's another thing. Like if the fight does escalate and, you know, tensions are high, I think um, it's important if you already have talked about this beforehand to say, hey, if this happens, I'm going to step out of the room. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to go on a drive. Do something to kind of – break up the tension because you're going to calm down and you might only need five minutes or 10 minutes. It just depends, but just take a break. And I think that immediately will deescalate the argument. Yeah. It could be really healthy. And I think one of the things, what's some of the worst advice, babe, you brought this up and I was like shaking my head. like, yes. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Some of the worst advice is, yeah, so a lot of, you know, people, you know, when you get married, you hear never go to bed angry. 
And um, I think, you know, it sounds like a nice thought, but honestly, um, I think it's a lot easier for Kevin to go to bed when we've had a fight. (laughs) It's hard for me. But what I've realized is, no, this is a good thing because I don't like when our fights get crazy and out of hand. And I don't mean like we're punching each other. We're not – that's not the kind of fighting. We're yelling or just – just super passionate about something yeah. and you're either yelling about something or you're just like perturbed. You're like, you know what? I'm not talking to you for a yeah. while. Like, you're just, it, it's just a, a nasty tension yeah. of some sort. And you're like, you know what? To just say, um, yeah, not, not to go to bed angry is probably, and you get it from like old people and like yeah. some guru on marriage. Yeah. And not that we are, but like I'm just telling you. <laughs> Yeah, okay. people people say that. And I think we I I can think of one instance that we have done that and actually I actually slept well and the next morning we were able to apologize, make up. It was it was great. Like it was like okay, we didn't need to say all the things that we thought we needed to say anyways. Yeah, cuz sometimes you're just like tired and it's yeah. the end of a day and you're just kind of venomous or maybe cantankerous for some other reason and then all of a sudden it's like you know what, let me just kind of go to bed, sleep it off a little bit, and you come around the next day and it probably wasn't as big of a deal. And then it starts, which is what we want to spend the next few minutes on, our proper makeups. Yeah. Right? Like how do you make up after a fight? What have we found for us yeah. that's worked? I think, I mean, you're always apologizing. And I think not going into a fight, like someone has to be right and someone has to be wrong. Like there could be two right ways to do something differently. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I've, I've had to learn that. Yeah. I mean, so many of the fights that we probably had years ago was me wanting to be right. Mm-hmm. And now I realize this to say if I'm honest and can humble myself a little bit, that you've got way better solutions than I thought about. And even though I thought my way was the right way, you've caught me sometimes when I've thought, I was like, Babe, you know what? That's actually a really good idea, and I didn't think about that. Yeah. So I think um, apologizing, even if you think you were right, if you can really practice saying you're sorry, um, and don't make it mean like I lost the fight, or because we're we're really we're in this together, right? So apologizing, um, like in in our house, yeah, being genuine in our house. Comedy helps us a lot in getting through things. So maybe making a joke, not a, not necessarily that's hurtful, but just kind of lightening the situation I think is helpful. Kevin's really good at that. And, you know, instead of, you know, crying or being mad, you can start laughing. And sometimes that makes it all go away. Um, doing a service. Like, so if your spouse's love language is um, acts of service, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, doing something or, you know, depending on what you were fighting about or having a disagreement, maybe just doing something nice for your spouse. I think that it's really hard to be angry at someone that's uh, showing you that they love you through your love language. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be flowers, right? I think that's what yeah. we think. Flowers, then makeup, sex, like whatever. It's like it doesn't always have to be that is to say – in a genuine way to say you're sorry and reach out to other person and connect. And a big deal where it probably starts, what I've noticed, the best makeups that we've had have probably come if you or I have started by saying 
what part did I play in this? Yeah. And where was I wrong mm -hmm. to do that first? Yeah, you definitely have to take ownership of what you, you know what, this is the part that I contributed to this disagreement, um, owning what you did and don't say, but you did, you know, pointing out to yourself, but just owning it and be done with that. If the other person wants to own what they did, that's fine. But if they don't, at least you can start there. Yeah, we talked about like the, we started this podcast with a couple of Sundays ago, Knockdown Dragout. It was ugly. I didn't even know what it was about. And well, you when you say Knockdown Dragout, it wasn't like, I mean. No, it was just like we were just yeah. yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah. That's what we were just yelling at each other, which yeah, most other people like. It's funny because like our kids say, like when we argue, I'm like, you guys even know what a fight really is, to be honest yeah. with you. But like, <laughs> but like when we're yelling at each and other, and then just and then it ended with just not talking. Like for me, I just want to go into another room and not. Be right, but I was going to say when we finally calmed down. Yeah, I think that we looked at this and we both took ownership to say, you know what, you said as much as I said. I'm sorry that that happened. I realized what I said or what I did. And this is how you probably felt, and this is how I felt, and it, we just got all that out and flushed it out, and we both said, you know, I hated feeling that way. I hated how we were feeling with one another, and I'm sorry, and we were able to move on from there, and then we could actually talk about whatever yeah, stupid issue. And it when was. you move on, move on. Don't keep on bringing it up and oh remember yesterday when we had that you know if Although you, we just brought it up here so. <laughs> we did but it, it's it's okay because enough time has passed but if you keep on hounding on the same fight again that's a problem too so i i think and for me how i always tell when we've made up i just feel lighter i've i like to say i have a soft heart i feel and, connected to you yeah and we feel connected and like we're before yeah. when i'm not it's like you want to touch me. I was like, I feel like you're a cactus. It's yeah. Like, yeah, just get away from me. You know, we're. Yeah. It's like no, if I'm if I'm truly made up and it's all over with for real, then it's like no, I can actually be connected to you. I can hold your hand. I can sit next yeah. to you. I can eat with you. We can cuddle. We can have sex. We can like whatever it is. It's like I can do all of those things, and then you know, it's like it's really put to rest. Yeah. So hopefully, if you guys want to become better fighters because we're all going to have a fight, an argument, disagreement in your marriage um, with your kids. Maybe come up with some rules of fighting and um, maybe talk about it before it happens and try to implement it. It's, you're not going to be perfect at it, but um, you can. it just takes practice and hopefully you can find a good um, resolution, a good way that works for you. Yep. Friends. One of the greatest compliments you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 